0: You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. We're going to begin the fifth chapter of the Mishnah Shabbat. And I just want to remind you I just want to remind us of the Mishnayot which began chapter two and chapter four. Chapter two Bame Madlikin Uvame Ein Madlikin. What do we like with and what do we not like with? And in chapter four. What do we cover with and what do we not cover with? Mishnah is very interested in this style. What do we do and what do we don't do? And now we're going to start the fifth chapter. With what can an animal go out and with what can it not go out? So the same sort of distinctions but we're moving from cooking and lighting into carrying and remember we began the whole tractate of shabbat with carrying carrying somehow is the least obvious of the activities which are prohibited on shabbat and perhaps because it is the least obvious the mishnah begins with it and now in the fifth chapter the mishnah is going to spend i think 3 or 4 chapters just discussing Different kind of issues related to carrying. It begins not with carrying by a human person, but by carrying with an animal. And I want to remind us of the of the verse. I mean, there are many verses about Shabbat. This one comes, I think, from the parsha of uh, of um, uh, Mishmatim. This one comes from Mishpatim. Six days you shall do your stuff spot on the seventh day you shall rest leman yanuach shorakha in order that your ox and your ass may rest and and that your your um the son of your maidservant and the stranger will 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 be refreshed too so the ox and the ass have to rest too and they can't carry out work for us on Shabbat. So they can carry out their own work. But we're going to see this distinction in the fifth chapter. Stuff that an animal needs or an animal require, might require for normal purposes is allowed. We can do ordinary stuff with animals. But they can't carry out work for, they can't carry loads for us, for example. They can't carry in and out something that we wouldn't carry in and out. To take a simple example, we're not going to carry on Shabbat, and the animal's not going to carry on Shabbat for us. And we'll see this play out in the Mishnah With what may an animal go out, and with what may it not go out? And it does go out with all kinds of normal things which we need to control the animal. Which had nothing to do with work, really. kiss but from Bia A camel can go out with a bit, and a female camel with a nose ring, and a Libyan donkey with an iron bridle, this seems to be a difficult kind difficult, difficult kind of animal to control. A horse with its chain, and actually any chain-wearing animal can go out with a chain and can be led by a chain and I think this might apply to pets today. We've seen before that the Mishnah likes to associate one mitzvah with another and it's going to remark by the way, this animal's wearing a chain. Of course generally animal chains don't Aren't suscept- animal things aren't susceptible to becoming tame. but this is a chain that a human being uses to control the animal. So if it comes into contact with a creepy crawly or with a corpse it'll become tame. We might need to sprinkle it with the ashes of the red heifer or we might need to immerse it. And the Mishnah just remarks You can, If you need to sprinkle it with the ashes of the red heifer or if you need to tovel it, if you need to dip it in the mikveh, you can do it in its place you don't have to take it off the animal you can sprinkle it while it's still on the animal and there's more a donkey can go out with a saddle cloth this seems to be some kind of cloth that is strapped onto the donkey and Bartanura says and so does the Rambam that it keeps it warm so again this is something that the animal needs it's not something that the human needs so it's going to go out with its saddlecloth. If it's fastened to it. A clear implication, by the way, is that it's fastened before Shabbat comes in. So before Shabbat comes in, we're going to fasten this object. We're not going to get into a situation where we need to fasten it on Shabbat. Zaharim Yotzim. luvim Ram can go out strapped up ewes can go out with their tails tied up or tied down or covered this is all to do with stopping the rams and the ewes from mating together and maybe this is something we do want depending on what stage we're at in the breeding right maybe this is something we do want or maybe we don't want but the point is it's basically for the purpose of the animal it's not carrying out work for us isimiotsotsorot goats go out tied up rabiosi disagrees Rabbi Yudah says, And now we get a sense as to why these goats are tied up. Why are the goats tied up? It seems to be to do with their udders. And the Gemara explains here that in the time of the Mishnah, they would tie up the udder of the goat in order to, um, to dry them up, to stop them milking. Or you you tie them tightly in that case, or you might tie them loosely just in order to catch milk drips which are dripping down. And there is an idea, maybe if you tie them loosely, that the the cloth which is tying them up will come undone. And then, of course, you get into a situation where you might have to refix it on Shabbat or you might have to carry it on Shabbat. And, of course, the sages of the Mishnah are really anxious in case we are put into a position where... Something is on an animal for its own benefit but the human is put into a position of having to carry it on Shabbat. And that is the situation, for example, with the things that the animal can't go out with. And that's the third Mishnah. What kind of things can the the animal not go out with? A camel can't go out with a pad. Now, the Rambam explains this is some kind of cloth which is tied to its tail to mark it out. It seems to be, again, for the human rather than for the animal. But there's an anxiety that if it falls off, the human might want to carry it in the public domain on Shabbat, which clearly we're not going to do, or might need to fix it on Shabbat, which clearly we're not going to do. And various other things that the People used to do it for camels in those days. gamal be lo akud velo ragul. Akud are with their legs tied up. They used to hobble the camel to stop it going too far. But we can't do that on Shabbat. It has to be free to walk around. <speaking in Hebrew> Same goes for all the other animals. So we're not gonna we're not gonna fix a hobble onto an animal on shabbat the shabbat is we we can put stuff on the animal that the animal needs but not not for our needs you can't tie camels together and pull and the gemara explains here that this looks like you're going to market this is tying one camel to another camel to another camel to another camel a bit like pulling a camel train on and we're not going to go to market on shabbat right? So we're not going to behave like that. But the Mishnah says, "Aval If you just, if you grab all of their leading uh, reins together in one handful, so they've all got that, You're not going we're not going to tie the camels together, but they've all got one leading rein and we can pick them all up in one hand. We can pick up all the cords in one hand veim shoch and we can pull Uvilvad shelo yichroch, on condition that we don't twist them together why can't we twist them together and again the, the gemara the, the, the mishnah is compact and it's obscure it's not clear why we don't want to twist them together the gemara explains that we're worried here not about shabbat but about about shatners some of these cloths maybe some of the the cords may be made out of flax and some of the cords may be made out of wool so if we if if we twist these cords together in one's hand maybe we've created in one's hand a sort of a thing a bit like a glove which is a mixture of linen and wool and of course we're not going to do that on Shabbat or not on Shabbat, because of Shatnas. So again, we see the Mishnah is going through halachot related to animals, but it's touching on all kinds of other issues at the same time. And we'll come back to more of these tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict.